It's been a rocky year for the federal government on numerous policy fronts uh, where attempts to make changes or bring in new legislation. It's uh, turned into a bit of a dumpster fire on many uh, many fronts. And, and that certainly includes uh, what was Bill C-18, the Online News Act. So the law passed. The, the law is actually uh, in effect now, but it's certainly not worked out as planned. Basically, this law was designed so that it applied to only Google and Meta. The idea being that these uh, digital news intermediaries would uh, have to pay news organizations for the links that were on their platforms. That these companies would enter into agreements with these news companies, compensate them for their content, and that would help save journalism in Canada. Like I say, things haven't gone according to plan here. Uh, Meta... One of the two companies that this uh, applied to said, well, we're out. We don't want any part of this. So if you're going to charge us or make us pay for having links to news on our platform, we're going to choose the option of not having news links on our platform. And that's what Meta has done. And Meta says they're sticking to that. Uh, Google, on the other hand, uh, was willing to negotiate. And that's what ensued. And the deal was reached. A deal for a lot less money than was originally supposed to be on the table, and a deal that doesn't include individual deals with news organizations. Money's going to go into a pot, and the government's going to decide how it's allocated, which, again, was not how this was supposed to work in the first place. Now, keep in mind that even though there's some money now that Google has promised, that's come at the cost of existing deals that were in place between Google and news organizations, and for that matter, meta and news organizations, those deals are out. So that's lost revenue. So whatever this is bringing to the table, and looks as though it'll be $100 million, uh, that's uh, offset by these these canceled deals. So it was, uh, I guess, a necessary compromise from the government's perspective to salvage something. It doesn't appear as though really anybody's all that happy with the outcome here. There's a great uh, recap of all of this. It's up at thehub.ca. Joining us on the line here this morning uh, is the author of that piece, someone we've spoken with many times uh, on this uh, and other issues. Peter Menzies is a senior fellow with the McDonnell-Laurier Institute, a former uh, newspaper executive and past vice chair of the CRTC. And by the way, the CRTC very busy these days now. Peter, good to have you with us here. Welcome back to the program. Thanks. It's always a pleasure, Rob. So as the year draws to a close, at least on, on C-18 or the Online News Act, the government can say, well, look, we've got something to show for all of this. But but how much is it really? It's not very much at all. I, you know, and, and to, to, be, to be honest, it's, it's been a brutal piece of legislation. It's actually left, you know, uh, less money available, uh, apparently, to uh, to news media than they had before it. The uh, the Google deal, I mean, simply saved it from being even worse. But it's still bad. Um, mm-hmm. Like a, you cannot, um, <laughs> it, it, you cannot underestimate the negative impact this has had. I mean, the loss of Meta is huge, particularly for those startups and entrepreneurs that, during a time of transition, um, are desperately needed. There is only. According to the tracking at Ryerson University, there was only one new startup this year, for instance, um, and we've been going at a pace of, you know, uh, 10 to 15 new startups, new online-only startups uh, prior to this. 
Right. I mean, it's not just that Meta's not at the table and Meta's not coughing up some money here. I mean, the the platform is gone. So, um, you know, as much as we wanted to argue that Meta benefited from having news on the platform, obviously all of us uh, in the industry, we all benefit from having access uh, to people who are using Meta. So there's, as you say, there's a cost to losing that. Yeah, Meta estimated the value it was providing to Canadian news media to be, you know, in terms of the value of of, of sending eyeballs to their web to the media's websites. Meta estimated that at two hundred and thirty million dollars. Um, you know, you might roll your eyes at that and say, "Well, that's just Meta saying that," but nobody really debunked it. Um, I mean, I can't verify it either, but let's say they were half right. You know, and and it's you know like 115 million dollars worth of traffic that was that was being sent uh, media's way. Um, the 100 million dollars from Google doesn't make up for the loss of that, plus the 18 million dollars that that Meta was spending on various journalism support programs, plus the fact that the the Google's 100 million includes the money they were already spending, which is you know. Uh, people in the know seem to guess at that at being somewhere between 25 and 50 million dollars. Again, even if you take the lower estimate at 25 million, um, the industry is tens of millions of dollars poorer as a result of this misadventure than it was beforehand. Right. And, you know, it wasn't supposed to be that way. So uh, how did the government end up in this mess? Did they, they overestimate uh, how much influence they would have? Did they Were they too blind to some of the, you know, the criticism that kind of more or less predicted some of these outcomes? Um, yeah, they got a little, they, they, they interpreted uh, criticism as being a sort of partisan position. But, I mean, all politicians tend to do that, right? Like, if you're saying I'm wrong... You must be, you know, wanting me to uh, give up power or something like that. No, we're actually the people who were just saying, no, this is wrong. You, you don't have that. The biggest problem was that the, the whole thing was really based on this allegation, which began from newspaper publishers, that Meta and Google were stealing their content and that, it, and that the content was wildly popular, was, was, was key to their business, and uh, and we're making outrageous profits on it, which they wouldn't share fairly. Um, and I think the government really failed in not doing any due diligence on that allegation before coming. You know, they just believed it, um, I guess, because they wanted to. But as, as often as that allegation was made, and trust me, I looked for it, um, particularly in the early days, uh, it was it never went beyond an allegation. There was never like proof that that came up with it. Uh, it's there's a Swiss study that's often quoted, but that was debunked even by the Swiss government um, in terms of that sort of stuff. So the lack of due diligence on the government, I think, uh, and wanting what was said to be true rather than checking it out, uh, I think, is the fatal error in all of this. What about the way the CBC has been a part of this? I mean, the CBC, uh, you know, their, their funding is, is stable. Uh, the CBC competes for ad dollars, so that has is, is undermined, uh, you know, the private media companies in this country. And the CBC is also going to receive some of this money. Uh, you know, that doesn't make sense to a lot of people. But what about the public broadcaster and all of this? Yeah, I mean, if there was a, you know, a, a, a basis in fact that, you know, on a per link basis that the, the tech giants were, were profiting, CBC might have had a case, but there wasn't. 
And so what we've ended up with is really just a fund, which is exactly what Google was proposing. If you go back a couple of years, a $100 million fund, even though the $100 million wasn't mentioned, it was understood, uh, fund was exactly what Google was offering. Um, uh, before before this, they were sure, if you guys need support for journalism, we'll do this. Meta was willing to help, etc. But it all it, 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 it all it all went terribly sideways in terms of this. But now that it's a fund, then in my view, there's no just justification for the CBC getting any money from it at all. Um, and I said that when I appeared before the House of Commons Heritage Committee a couple of weeks ago, that before we can do anything to get journalism back on a, an even keel in, in Canada, we need to deal with the CBC issue because the CBC has been just a publicly funded commercial organization, not a true public broadcaster. So at the end of the day, the minister limited the CBC take from this this uh, new fund to just 7%. Otherwise, it would have qualified for 33% um, because CBC has 33% of the journalists in Canada. The funding formula was to be based on for journalists. So I think that was good that she did that. Didn't go as far as I would have gone or would recommend going, but uh, I think it's a start. Recognizes that the CBC is distorting the media landscape in the country to its overall detriment. What approach would have made more sense here? Should the government have taken from the beginning? Because you've written about this before, that look, there are very real challenges that, that the media, the journalism in Canada is facing, uh, that the government's maybe gone about it the wrong way, but what would be the, you know, a, a preferable way? Well, I mean, what we really need is, is a, a, a national news industry policy framework, which would touch on multiple points. Uh, Conrad von Finkenstein and I did a paper on this last spring, and it, it sort of like a fund was part of it um, that you could that you could get, and you know, probably a hundred million dollars fund would have been fine, but you, but it's not going to solve your problems like a hundred million bucks. I mean, it's a lot of money to you and me, but to an entire industry, it's really a drop in the bucket. Um, and then you need, you need, you need to take a look at the, the, you need to understand that everything is shifting to online, right? It's, I find it very frustrating. I hear politicians frequently talk about the, the there was last week, somebody talking about weekly newspapers. What are we going to do to save weekly newspapers? You can't save weekly newspapers. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. The world has changed, right? And, and then other people just talking about broadcasting as, to, as a distinct category. When really everything, the core of it all these days is, is online and increasingly going to be online. That doesn't mean that there isn't a role for over the air. That doesn't mean that there might not be some reasonably successful print products or here and there. But unless your focus is internet-centered, you're really missing the boat, and that's where the government has, has really missed this. It's been trying to deal with what is a sort of generational change in how we communicate with each other um, on, a, on an ad hoc basis and trying to preserve old structures rather than trying to build new ones. So as we look ahead to the new year, and there's still maybe some sorting out to do on this front, but we're going to see now the attempts to implement uh, the other big piece of digital media legislation, uh, Bill C-11, which was to update the uh, the Broadcasting Act, and uh, that's meant to, to bring the digital world in, into that world. So based on the problems we've seen here, what, what do you anticipate uh, the new year is going to bring on that front? Well, what was interesting, and the, the CRTC just had its uh, first hearing into that, and the uh, C11 was, you know, uh, designed to be all about 
getting money from web giants again, um, from Netflix, Disney Plus, and that sort of stuff, to move in to uh, to enhance uh, the production of official Canadian, you know, government or CRTC approved uh, uh, Canadian content production. I watched a lot of the hearing, and it very it was interesting because it was veering off into companies asking for some of this money should go into a fund to help uh, companies like Bell and Rogers, etc., uh, fund their news or their news operations. So all of a sudden, you've got this sort of parallel fund uh, idea coming up there, which is really quite bizarre because Netflix and Disney Plus and Spotify have nothing to do with news whatsoever. Um, they might, you know, they, they, they have impacts elsewhere, but uh, I fear, anyway, with C11 is that it's going to go off the rails and there is some risk. I'm not sure how significant, but having watched the hearing, I think it's definitely there that the CRTC could end up with the getting the same sort of outcome the Department of Heritage got with the Online News Act, which is that you would see some streaming companies just leaving Canada. Well, much more is mentioned. Your latest sits up at thehub.ca, also mcdonaldlaurier.ca. Peter, always a pleasure. Thanks for the insight on this here today. Thanks, as always, for your interest.